The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Oh, you're going to be screaming. Let's crank it up! A movement over 15 years in the making. This is no simple reform. It really is a revolution. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. The revolution starts in 3, 2, 1. Wolves in Wyoming slaughtered 19 elk in a single evening on March 22nd, according to the Wyoming Game and Fish Department. Well, when you think of the history of us as human beings, we're only like 150,000 years since we came down from the trees, if one wants to believe that. These fights with nature and ice flows and polar bears and stuff, it's all in our DNA, you know? It's, it was literally last Tuesday when we were fighting these animals for, for food and for, for defense. I think I'm still in the trees. Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. He, Liam is so philosophical. I don't know. Anything he says, I buy. I know. I don't really care. Liam who? Liam Neeson. That was the clip we just played. He oh. will find you. He will hunt you down. And I will kill you. And that's like okay with me. Two. Yeah. It is totally okay with me. He could do whatever he wants to me as yep. soon as he finds yeah. me. As long as it's Liam, it's awesome. All right, so this is going to be a really fun show, boys and girls. We are talking Predator Savvy. We're going to be breaking down kind of like the mystique, the allure, the misconception of uh, Predators and uh, their impact. They're not also, what you think. Also, how good they are. How bad they are if we don't manage them. Uh, Mr. Steve West, though, he is the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures. He's going to be dropped by. He's going to be breaking down the wolves, a very controversial issue. This man has the inside. He's going to be talking wolf hunting, wolf reintroduction, and a lot of other things. Lots of good stuff. Plus, Miss Jana Wallace, she's the host of Skullbound TV. She is amazing. She is a bear hunter. She is a bear connoisseur. She's a bear chef, and she's a bear designer. Blade knows everything about bears. Anyways, Jenna Waller, she's going to be joining us. Plus, Cat Daddy and I, he just knows a lot about stinky bait. He just knows about being bear. Yeah, he's going to be talking about blue cats. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Mrs. Bunny, are you going to stick around? No, I'm not. Uh, that's good. We yeah. didn't want you to. Nope. All right, so let's get to Steve West because he's way more important than Mrs. Bunny. We're Predator Savvy this week. Here we go. Now let's kick off a two-parter with Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. I didn't say that. Actually, Jimbo put me up to saying yeah. it. Yeah. Words in your mouth. Words in my mouth. He yes. passed me a note. Yes. It's like a second grade. All right, so joining us is Mr. Steve West, the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. He is also the tallest man in Oregon. Mr. Steve, how's it going, buddy? Doing great, guys. Doing great. We we just watched a, a video where you were surrounded by a number of uh, wolves that had to be a little frightening. You were on it? a youth mentor hunt with like a nine-year-old young lady there in Oregon. And this is back in 2016, which was like one of your first encounters. That was insane, man. It was really one of our first up-close experiences with the wolves here in Oregon. And it was a pack that uh, had taken up residence right in around the ranch up on the mountain. And 
you know, since then, it's, it, it's kind of funny you bring that up. So that pack actually dispersed. They really, um, one of them got killed in Idaho. That's how far they range. Um, the one with the collar OR28. And then a couple of them with other colors ended up like clear up in northern Washington. Uh, I think the one uncolored male stuck around and now we have a whole new pack and dynamic that showed up two years ago. And they've really taken up residence. They're called the Five Points Pack. I, I told ODFW I didn't want them calling it the Ponderosa Pack because I, <laughs> I didn't want that label. So. <laughs> that could be bad. Well, it's amazing because wolf populations are tremendously expanding and spreading all across the U.S. And this is a highly controversial issue. And just two headlines this week uh, you know, hit the papers there in Idaho and in Colorado now, let's kind of jump into Colorado because this is interesting. Uh, you know, Wolfpack was spotted, uh, and this is like after an 80-year absence to the state. Now they're talking about this new bill of reintroducing them, and they think it's going to pass, and they have hope to have this done by, I think, like 2023 or something like that. But there's also a lot of opposition because this is a highly contentious. That's that a good word. Word I could use here. Um, subject. What do you think about, I think predator reintroduction wolves is a wonderful thing. However, if we don't manage it, it's going to do the complete opposite of our end goal. Yeah. In, in Northwest Colorado, we saw wolves there 10 years ago. Really? Um, the difference was, is nobody wanted us to see them at that time. And we trailed them. We could hear them howling. And then we spotted one gray one cutting through a meadow up at about 10,000 feet in late September. The wolves have been there. They're just, and they don't have to reintroduce the wolves. The wolves are going to move in there naturally on their own. They expand their ranges very rapidly. I mean, they're, the, the pack populations are much higher than the states, you know, put out a number. The number they put out is the verified estimate or whatever they want to call it, but it's very minimal. It's a very minimal number uh, on a state by state basis. Whereas, you know, the real number, like they said, there was like 139 wolves in the state of Oregon. Well, if that's the case, you know, 10% of the wolves in the whole state live within 10 miles of where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> it's just not, yeah, it's not realistic. You know, I, I mean, the, the reality is, is that the packs are growing. They're, they're, they're much larger than the states say they are and they're expanding their territories. And if Colorado doesn't do a thing, they'll have plenty of wolves 10 years from now. They don't have to reintroduce them at all. Well, you know, the interesting part about it when they introduced the wolves back into Yellowstone National Park, uh, they thought, well, they're going to stay here. The boundaries are here and so forth. They don't know boundaries. And, you know, well, I, I've looked knew, at... Yeah, yeah I, they knew that those wolves were going to range, guys. That, that The situation was is that hunters didn't do a good enough job of knocking that population down. I, I love to tell everybody the story of how it all began because hunters were told to kill more elk or... Game of Fish was going to come in and introduce a predator that would do it for him because following the Yellowstone fire that took out hundreds of thousands of acres of that park, the habitat was able to support a lot more elk in the summer and fall months. So the range, you know, so all these elk up there, the range went from being able to support seven or 8,000 animals to 20,000 animals or 22,000 animals wherever that peaked out at, well, the winter range down at like Jackson Hole was still only capable of supporting seven or 8,000 animals. There was too many animals in that. There's a very fragile ecosystem down there in the sagebrush. And Game of Fish, and, I mean, I remember I went out there all back in the 90s and, and for a friend of mine's bull hunt, and they were begging people to take cow tags. 
and kill these cows and no one was doing it. Mm. And they had to kill half of that population of elk or risk damaging the winter range permanently because lands have carrying capacities. And U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service said, well, if the hunters won't do it, we'll introduce some hunters that will. And that we as hunters gave them the ammunition to introduce. Now, you look at Colorado. Colorado's got over 300,000 elk in their populations. As hunters, we're greedy. We want lots of elk. But we probably should be asking Game and Fish, hey, can we be taking more cow tags? Can we do a better job of knocking these elk populations back in certain areas? in lieu of introducing we'll find that middle ground possibly well what's crazy is what you're talking about is too many elk deer other big game animals it, it means a degradation of habitat and that has a negative impact on all species but too many predators and, and not enough management means predators can take a substantial population down and so it, there's areas in like yellowstone where they have seen a 30 to 80 percent decrease in total population numbers However, you know, we can still hunt the elk or we can hunt deer or we can do this, but we can't touch the wolves. Well, if the pendulum's going to swing one way, it better swing the other. And if we're going to be using the wolves to manage our elk and deer populations, then we better be allowed to manage the predator numbers so that all things stay in balance. And, I mean, Yellowstone is starting to settle back into where it was before, you know, population boom. The problem is a lot of us only remember what it was like in recent years, like when it went from, let's say, 20,000 elk down to 6,000 elk and or whatever the, the bottom was. And now it's, you know, populations have kind of rose up. Those, you know, wolves, when the food population plummets, they have to disperse. They're going to go somewhere else. They're going to go find food somewhere else. And that's why they disperse and they cover country and they go looking for mates. And, you know, and the packs get larger and, and, and then they're everywhere. I mean, it's a, it's a very complex situation, but yeah. They better be letting us manage the predators while the predators are managing our game populations. You bet. Hey, Steve, do you stick around? we got a lot more to ask you about. You bet. All right. Hey, we're talking with Steve West. He's the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Monday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right, and you can always go back. That's what I like to do and watch previous seasons and episodes with my Outdoor TV app. But this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and that glorious My Outdoor TV. Mr. Steve, before we get to a break to learn more about you and uh, how you're a wolf whisperer, where can we find you online, buddy? Yeah, you can find me online at stevesoutdooradventures.com or on Facebook and Instagram. You bet. Hey, more Steve West right after this. Stick around. Wolfpack. Standing seven feet tall, Steve West can bench press 1,200 pounds, and he eats two whole deer every day. What? Whoa, whoa. Plus, he's the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures, and he's returning after the break. But to pass the time, sneak on over to JimandTrav.com for new hunting blogs, wild game recipes, and expert outdoor advice. That's JimandTrav.com. Break the law. We got a uh, suspect here that's taken multiple deer. Face the badge. Well, I'm telling you, oh. you're going to end up in jail. Sworn to protect America's greatest natural resources. Now, you've had a history with us, haven't you? They are wildlife's last defense. The issue was 
He just got greedy. You get caught in the wrong, you're going to lose everything. It ain't worth it. Ride along with Wardens. All new season premieres Monday, February 3rd at 8.30 p.m. Only on Outdoor Channel. Come see the Yamaha XTR line of ATV and side-by-side vehicles designed for conquering extreme terrain at YamahaOutdoors.com today. Proven off-road features include factory-installed worn winch, special edition paint with color-matched wheels, and aggressive terrain tires. The Yamaha XTR line. Realize your adventure today at YamahaOutdoors.com. ATVs are recommended only for use by those age 16 years and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt. Helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and the product warning labels before operation. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.him.com. MTNJerky.com. The revolution with Jim and Travis back on the air, and we're predator savvy. Now, let's get back to Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at Cabela's.com and BassPro.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking Predator Savvy on this week's show and be savvy about things. you got to know stuff. Well, this guy, our guest, Steve West, knows a lot about a lot of stuff. His IQ is, I, I don't want to compare it to Jibbo and I's combined. It's, <laughs> it's pretty sad. All right, yeah, we're just not smart. All right, Steve West hosted Steve's Outdoor Adventures on the Sportsman Channel. But Mondays, we can call him. We can call him. <laughs> he just doesn't answer. Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. One thing I want to ask you about, Mr. Steve, and get your take. Uh, in Idaho legislator, you know, he, he wants year-round wolf hunting seasons and these so-called wolf-free zones. It, this introduced bill would create a wolf-free zone and depredation zones. What do you think about that? I mean, it, it's a neat idea. It kind of reminds me of gun-free zones. Um, have you heard about this? You know, I've, I've heard just a little bit about it. I haven't really researched it, but I mean, the reality is that there should be wolf-free zones. The wolves shouldn't be... Like where I'm sitting right now, there are wolves that often are within a mile or two of a town where there's ten or 12,000 people living. You've got pets and everything else. I mean, the, the wolves should be in big roadless wilderness areas if we're going to have them. And we have to be, you know, and wolves are smart. The minute you start hunting them and pressuring them, they're, they're going to move off. If we opened a season up here within five miles of, of the city of La Grande, Oregon, where I live, if anything within five miles was open, the open season, I promise you, we would never see another wolf within five miles of this area because they're smart and they'll move off. So I'm all for it. You know, they have very aggressive management practices in Idaho that are probably just about as aggressive as the rate at which they breed. So uh, I'd be all for some management like that. Yeah. Now, you know, the interesting part about it, when we talk about predators and we are talking about wolf hunting, but there are other predators like mountain lion and coyotes and badgers and a lot of different things. Uh you know, what do you think about the uh, competition between those different species? And is there competition? Oh, yeah, very much so. In fact, uh, two years ago, I had a situation where I was driving down a road on the ranch. I looked over, and there was a wolf sitting there. I stopped. He turned around, walked in. I could hear him howling once I turned the truck off. I, when I got in there, they had a mountain lion in the tree, and there was a dead elk on the ground. Holy. And, and I, I backed everybody off of it. The lion's still in the tree. I looked. The lion had killed the elk and had partially buried it. 
and the wolves moved in and pushed this lion up the tree and took it was t- they were taking the kill from him. Now what that's going to do is that's actually going to force those lions off that mountain. It's, those lions they have to eat too, so they're going to get closer to the areas where the wolves don't want to be. Like the wolves don't want to come to town, right? But we're killing you know one or two mountain lions a year in town here, just in this one little community. And there's a lot more you know mountain lion activity down low. There's more kayak activity down low on the mountain because the wolves have kind of they're the alpha predator on the mountain up there. So they displace the other populations and they do have a negative impact on them for sure. When you when you yeah. hear all these people talk and they're always talking about urban sprawl and we're causing these encounters, you know, we're going into their territory, but it really sounds like the predators themselves are displacing each other. And they're like you said, they're pushing the coyotes and they're pushing the mountain lions closer to town and that's closer to livestock, that's closer to people's, you know, pets. And then you have the wolves. They're just killing everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they are amazing. I'm actually looking at a photo of you, Mr. Steve. You are holding up. I mean, you're a very, you're like a stout guy. You are built. And He's you're, the incredible. You're Hulk. holding up a mountain lion, and this guy dwarfs you. It's amazing. Yeah, that was a big lion that we, we killed. Uh, it was with a legendary guy named Steve Biggerstaff out in Utah. Yeah, that's a hunt I'll never forget. We actually named that cat Catzilla, and I actually got to see those guys outsmart that lion. And you know, I, I guess something I'd love to mention, you know, and because I think most of your listeners are pretty savvy folks when it comes to the outdoors. But for anybody out there that's listening right now that isn't savvy to the outdoors, wildlife in the really real world is not a Coca-Cola commercial where the polar bears are sitting around drinking bottles of soda pop together. <laughs> yeah, uh, you don't find five mature adult lions running together because they compete with each other for mates, food, everything. Big males run off other younger males. They, I mean, and that forces, you know, when your populations grow, there's more competition for range. You know, they have their own territories. Same thing goes with coyotes. Same thing goes with wolves. There's got to be, I like the, the idea, the Idaho thing, you know, a wolf-free zone, you know, or a predator-free zone of some kind. Make it so that these animals are forced to be in those areas, and then they'll kill themselves. They'll go to fight each other, and they'll kill each other up there. Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife just found a big mountain lion skull that is massive that was killed by another mountain lion. Puncture wound right to the top of the head. Wow. And it's a range thing. It's a territory thing. If, if, if Look, Trav, if you were in my neighborhood and you were competing with me for the same girl, I would probably bite you on the top of the skull and run you <laughs> off, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, if I go to... If I go to KFC and Jim tries to cut in front of me in the line, hey, I'm the alpha predator. I'm going to fight him on top of the head and run him off. You know, it's almost like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're all not, you know, in the predator world up there, we're not all sitting around drinking Coca-Cola together and, and living life in a harmonious way. They're out there competing every day. They hate each other. You know, and that's what people don't understand is that they're going to create their own sprawl. You know, we have urban sprawl. They're predator sprawl. You bet. Hey, Steve, we got to leave it right there. Uh, we've been talking with Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel Monday nights at 7 o'clock. That's right. Now, Mr. Steve, to learn more about you, Steve's Outdoor Adventures, uh, Pendleton Ammunition, perhaps just to pick your brain about wolves, hunting, anything in general. Or if you're going to go to Chick-fil-A. That's right. Stay away from yeah. him at KFC. Uh, where can we find you <laughs> online, buddy? You can find me online at stevesoutdooradventures.com. And I want to make sure everybody knows they can give us a call. If they're interested in booking a hunting trip or just have questions in general, 
give us a holler at 1-800-303-1304. That's right. And also, seriously, people, you have to follow uh, Steve on Facebook, man. It's a great post, wonderful information. Uh, he really shares his thoughts on things. <laughs> I love He's it. He's a handsome guy. He is. All right, this has been brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. They are standing together for uh, wolf hunting. I don't know. Uh, fair <laughs> prices, expert service. I better make sure I watch what I say Johnny there. Morris chases them. Memorable experiences. Visit them online at cabelas.com and BassPro.com. Coming up next, who we got? Hey, we got uh, Jana Waller. That's right. She's the host of Skullbound TV, Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's what you do. Hop on, watch Steve at 7, stick around for Jana at 8.30 got to get to a break mr steve as always you are so awesome we love you buddy thanks guys have a good day paid for by the committee to elect steve west for president his name is steve west and he shoots some big out his name is steve west There's a new sheriff coming to Outdoor Channel. What do you want? I'm Sheriff Longmire. I'm sure of the county. But justice never comes easy. I remember when I could count the number of murders in this county on one hand. He's going to kill us all, isn't he? Matter of fact, he can help it. And even heroes need a second chance. Nothing surprised me anymore. Stand corrected. Longmire, Mondays at 9 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. As people who love the outdoors, we know what we stand for. We stand for fish, wildlife, and conserving places they call home. We stand for the traditions we inherited and that we must pass on. We stand for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. At Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, we stand together for you. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Today we're predator savvy. Get word out on the streets right away. Now joining the boys for another two-parter is Jana Waller, host of Skullbound TV on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. This is part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking Predator Savvy on this week's show. Before the break, we had Steve West on. He has Steve's Outdoor Adventures. He got scared and ran. Hey, now. Uh, Miss Jana Waller, she just now joined us. Skullbound TV. You have to watch it. All new night season currently airing on Sportsman Channel. Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can always go back and pick up previous seasons and episodes, Jimbo, with My Outdoor TV. That's right, Miss Jana. How's it going? It's going great. I am finally back in the mountains of Montana after three weeks of being on the road for show season. So it's nice to be back home and sort of decompress. Yeah, well, you're actually really in the wilderness when you went to all those shows, weren't you? <laughs> It feels like it. I don't know what's more wild, the mountains or SHOT Show. Or, well, you know, we're talking predator hunting on today's show. There's just so many predators in the city. <laughs> yeah. Like, you walk down the strip, that is really when you need to be strapped, is when you're in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, speaking of I being, agree, I agree with you. being strapped, you know, uh, yesterday or th- this past weekend, Spent a lot of time on my outdoor TV. One of the coolest episodes of Skullbound TV. I mean, there's a bunch of um, everything's uh, cool with it. Black Bear Gone Grizzly was season eight, like episode seven. You guys, you were hunting there in Montana, 
And it was like a five, six day hunt. And you're hunting with a gentleman named Paul. And you guys saw so many color phase bears. It was just amazing. That was truly one of the craziest weeks I've ever had here anywhere, but much less here in my home state of Montana, literally a half hour from my house. So one day we were out, it was a black bear hunt, of course, can't hunt grizzlies here. And we were literally right outside Missoula. I'm talking 15 minutes outside of Missoula. We were way back in the hills, miles off the road, one of our favorite canyons. And we thought we spotted a big, huge color phase black bear right off the bat. You know, your brain doesn't go to grizzly. It doesn't think grizzly. Well, sure enough, a log, out on a logging road comes this big grizzly and then another one behind him. And it happened to be a sow and a boar, a mating pair of grizzlies on the opposite ridge from us. And we filmed them mating for on and off for seven hours. It was some of the most incredible footage we've ever gotten. And uh, that's all on My Outdoor TV. You can look that up, Season 8, like you said. It was just, it was an incredible day. And then two days later, we filmed that, I don't know if you saw it, it was the only video I've had that I can truly say went viral. It, it Last time we checked, it had over 30 million views. What? It was a blonde sow with a cub, and she's on the top of the hill, and she sees a black jet, a jet black boar at the bottom of the hill. Once she smells him, she takes off running down the hill proceeds to chase him up to the very top of a lodgepole teetering back and forth and they fought for a half hour up and down that tree she bites all the branches off <laughs> walks at his rear end it's insane and that all happened in the same week here a couple of years ago in montana that happened to be saturday night <laughs> it was at a bar though <laughs> yeah. that is amazing i i remember in the one episode that we we're watching though there was this uh uh one sow that came down and she had, and she was a color phase as well. And she had two of the cutest cubs with her. But the amazing part is, and when Janice says she goes way back in the woods, you guys go like way the hell back in the woods. Uh, but it's so amazing. Just like you're saying, outside of Missoula, there are that many bears, very prolific. Uh, and, and this is definitely a species that needs to be managed. Absolutely. I mean, and predator hunting is so misunderstood. And you know, whether you're talking bears or wolves, mountain lions, even smaller predators like coyotes and bobcats, they can just get overrun. People don't, because you can, but you don't eat bobcat. Well, some people do, but coyotes, you don't eat wolf. But they, so if you don't eat it, I'm not going to kill it, but they forget that it all balances together. Those predators are eating what we do love to hunt and eat. Deer, um, elk calves, even ranchers calves. And they, you're right, they simply need to be managed. And here in the Bitterroot Valley of Montana, they do a lot, a lot of our dollars from hunters' dollars go back into studying these predators, and they absolutely need to be managed. We simply have, this, it's called the carrying capacity of the land, and when you have too many of one type of predator or more than one type of predator in one area, what you have to do is try to manage them, and the only way to really do that successfully is through hunting and trapping. Yeah, now hearkening back to uh, the grizzlies, but they're actually, they can cohabitate with um, black bear, can't they? I mean, they can live in the same country. It's not like, well, you're yeah. over there and we're over yeah. here. So it, it's not unusual, maybe uh, just outside of Missoula, uh, to see a grizzly that close or in the proximity of other black bear. But the fact of the matter is they do that all the time, don't they? Yes, they do. In fact, I do a lot of elk hunting over on the Rocky Mountain Front about three hours away from Missoula. And we often will be glassing a ridge and we'll see grizzly bears as well as really big black bears 
I don't think they hang together if people would assume that. I think they like to, the black bears obviously like to stay away from the grizzlies. The grizzlies can outweigh them, you know, by hundreds of pounds. But yeah, they absolutely cohabitate in the same mountain ranges together. Yeah, well, actually, a grizzly can eat a black bear. You know, there's sure. there's so much a larger can eat and anything. Yeah, <laughs> and meaner, including me. That's why I stay the hell away. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, though, Miss Jana Waller, host of Skullbound TV on Sports Channel Mondays, eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Have to watch the all new ninth season currently airing. Again, it was. So neat, though, and obviously you guys were so respectful, and it was just about the mystique and witnessing such an amazing phenomenon in nature. But you guys got within, like, 200 yards of those grizzlies. It was so neat. Yeah, it was amazing. It was only because there was such a steep ravine, you know, between us. There's no way that I'm, you know, most attacks happen when it's a sow and cubs. You know, she's defending those cubs. They're amazing predators, but they're also amazing mothers. But I don't know what would happen. I don't know enough about their mannerisms in terms of what would that boar do to protect his sow? This is his girl, you know, and he was, he would not let her get more than 15 yards away from him. I mean, for hours, she would actually try to sneak away and he'd raise his head up off the ground and go cut her off and they'd fight. They fought as much as they, uh, you know, bouncing it. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, it, who knows? But we did have a really steep ravine when we got close at the end there. They, we, I think the closest we got was 140 yards, but Whoa. it was quite the steep ravine. The wind was in our face. We sort of watched them eventually kind of walk off over the mountain, but truly one of the most remarkable days. And really, that's what hunting is all about. I mean, yes, it's about filling our freezers and spending time together, but it's about witnessing nature. That's why we're all out there and why we do what we do is to get to witness things like that. I mean, that's such a huge component of hunting. Yeah. Hey, Jen, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? we got a lot more things we want to talk about. Absolutely. All right. Hey, that was Jana Waller. She's coming back for a part two, and uh, she has Scobon TV on Sportsman's Channel Mondays at 8.30 and a lot of other times. Also, you can hop on My Outdoor TV and peruse the first eight seasons. So awesome. This has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up uh, your bear game cuisines at uh, HI <laughs> mtnjerky.com now miss janet to follow you on the gram as they say facebook uh your website all that good stuff where can we find you online anyone can find me on instagram facebook and twitter at skullbound tv that is my handle and that is me i run all of our own social media so shoot me a message with any questions or comments and You'll find me at Skullbone TV. Do you even know what TikTok is? <laughs> I know. Are you calling me old? No, I, I was. <laughs> you know everything. I don't know it. So, someone asked me about this morning. I was like, what is TikTok? It's the clock. I don't know. I know what it is. I am not on it. I am not on Snap. I don't have time for, you know, any more apps on my phone. But yes, I do know what it is. It's really quite popular. Yeah, it's like another thing to waste our time. All right, so we got to get to break. We'll return with Miss Jana right after <laughs> This. Don't go anywhere. Part two with Jana Waller, the baddest lady with a bow and host of Skullbound TV on Sportsman Channel, is coming up next. Three, two, one. Lines in. Major League Fishing returns to set the water on fire. When you got your foot on the gas in Major League Fishing, you hold it there. 30 anglers face off to claim the Lucas Oil Challenge Cup. I want that cup. Everybody wants that cup. Some people say, Dean. We say, 
The road to the world championship starts here. When it's your time to win, it's your time to win. General Tire Major League Fishing, Saturdays at 2 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Introducing the new Yamaha XTR line of ATV and side-by-side vehicles, specifically designed for conquering extreme terrain. Now available at YamahaOutdoors.com. All XTR models are adventure-ready and come standard with exclusive off-road features like a factory-installed worn wench, special edition paint with color-matched wheels, and aggressive terrain tires. These special edition models include the Grizzly XTR, the Wolverine X2 XTR, the Wolverine X4 XTR, and the YXZ1000R SS XTR, plus the entire XTR line features Yamaha's reputation for durability and reliability and are assembled in the USA. See the new XTR line today at YamahaOutdoors.com. The Yamaha XTR line, designed and built for unmatched proven off-road capability so you can realize your adventure. ATVs are recommended only for use by those age 16 years and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and the product warning labels before operation. Predator Savvy is on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, back to Miss Jana Waller. Sweet rutabaga pie, that was divine. Host of Skullbound TV on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two. Thing is, black bears aren't only herbivores. If they smell meat, they'll take it. Hey, if you're just joining us, you missed the very first part of old Jana Waller. And I don't mean old in an old sake, but uh, she's just very, very saged. Uh, that great <laughs> recovery, I think. Uh, anyway, Scott Bow TV. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's like, bravo, Jimbo. Uh, Scott Bow TV. All new, you are old, aren't you? <laughs> all new night season on the Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you know, a lot of people, Miss Jana, they're always talking about saving every part of the animal not letting anything go to waste and that's what we should be doing but for you that truly is the case you took i think up in canada or something uh you took amazing uh spring black bear and you did this post how uh let me see right here you made huge couch pillows you made like a rug uh i think like a uh fur collar plus you make so many bear recipes and then the way you decorate the skulls and the stuff you do to showcase it and to really celebrate that animal is what we all should be doing well i really appreciate that yeah to me i i try to utilize everything like you said and you know, some animals are easier to do that than others. Um, but when you get a, a black bear, first off, people don't understand how delicious they are. It just all depends on how you prepare them. Because when you are, you know, like any, like deer, elk, bear, when you're quartering an, out an animal, bear tends to be fairly greasy, lots of fat. But that all can be trimmed off. And, and I, I have figured out how to make the most delicious bear. We make so many different bear stews, bear sausage, bear burger. We make Bermuda triangles. That's a <laughs> famous recipe that we created. And uh, it's delicious. And then you're left with this beautiful bear rug. Well, I mean, how many bear rugs can one gal have? I think I have six of them in the house here. I have a full bear, full body bear, six bear rugs. So you got to start to get creative. And I met a gal who her name is Midnight Leather Goods is her page, and she just creates the most beautiful things. I've had her make bear collars that are magnetic that can go on different jackets or shirts. 
She just made those bare pillows that you talked about. I've had her made coyote collars, coyote purses. Whoa. She made a purse out of my alligator. Like, she can do anything out of, oh, I have an elk. I have a bear vest that's bear on the front and elk on the back. Really? So, yeah, there's even from deer and elk, there's the hide that often goes on use that makes great leather. And you can make, you know, laptop cases and you name it, we can do it. You can do it. It just takes a lot of time and effort, but it just makes the hunt all more fun. And then it gives you another excuse when you're, you know, seeing friends or I walk through the showroom floor, pull out my purse or my laptop and it's made of leather and someone goes, oh, that's really cool. It's really neat to say thanks. That's that's a deer of mine that I it was really special to me that I shot in Kansas or whatever. So it's fun to just turn your hunts into useful, beautiful things. Well, I think, you know, obviously you're very vocal about hunting, but you always promote positive dialogue and you're, you're very intelligent, well-spoken. And that is one thing that you do, Miss Jana, that conveys extremely well is when you talk about the positive uses and how you go about it and you don't just hammer home the, the conservation and the dollars. It's the complete lifestyle and the mentality and what you do with these natural resources and how you're actually promoting them. That is the positive dialogue that you reference all the time. And that is what is ultimately needed here. Well, I really appreciate that. It is needed. It's that open dialogue. We need to do. I have seen so many neat projects come out lately, even in this last year of this exact thing you're talking about. And it's like, how are we? We have to remember all of us hunters, not just TV people, not just, you know, uh, Instagrammers. Or, we have to remember that we are branding hunting to the non-hunting community. And that's nine now 95% of this country. It's sad to say 95% of this country are non-hunters. We need to brand hunting in a positive, beautiful light. We cannot engage in that negative rhetoric that they'd love to, t you know, laugh to us with and call name calling and all that kind of focus we need to stay positive and i think the best way to do that is simply like you just said talk about how we're eating these animals how we're feeding our families how we're utilizing the hides the claws everything and that in and of itself i think can say a lot to people who may not understand our lifestyle yeah now a lot of items can be made into jewelry from animals like i know that they take the uh i think they call it the ivory from the elk and you can make necklaces or rings and so forth uh you can in fact i don't know if you've done this have you taken bear claws and made a necklace oh yeah in fact it was on i just put it on my story the other day yesterday i think i uh i'll have to post some pictures i don't have bear claw necklaces, mountain lion claw necklaces. I have moose teeth necklaces, really? ostrich claw necklaces. <laughs> I have ivory rings, ivory earrings. I Oh, yeah. I <laughs> If you see me at a trade show, most likely I'm wearing something from a hunt. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Jana Waller. She has Skullbond TV on Sportsman's Channel, Mondays at 830 Eastern Time. All new night season. You have to watch it. Live your life by it and watch previous seasons and episodes uh, with the My Outdoor TV app. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side -side vehicles. Uh, throw a bear in the back of your side-by-side -side today at YamahaMotorsports.com. Miss Jana, again, to learn more about you, your wonderful partners. I love that. Is it Cryptech, the camo? Is that how you say it? Yep. That stuff's yep, cool. That's my partner, I can't of our Cryptech. Yep, they're an amazing company, all veteran-owned and veteran-created. It's a company I'm pretty proud to be associated with. Gosh, you just racked up more cool points. Alright, so where can we find you, Miss Jan, online? You can find me at Skullbound TV, either at SkullboundTV.com 
or Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You bet. Hey, we got Cat Daddy coming up right after this. That's right. The show's going to go downhill now. Cat Daddy, he's on deck. Don't go anywhere. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. You have to listen closely. Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. I tried to do it fast so it wouldn't hurt. Stick around. The Revolution will continue right after these messages. The future of professional bass fishing is now. Major League Fishing, baby. It's the tournament series that rocked the bass fishing world. How's that for a game changer? Major League Fishing's Bass Pro Tour hits the water. We have a perfect storm for some really great fishing to happen. The 80 greatest anglers face off in the highest level of competition. It's more than likely going to come down to the wire. My heart's racing. Major League Fishing's Bass Pro Tour, Fridays at 8 Eastern on Sportsman Channel. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Talking predator savvy. Now, here's Cat Daddy, the Kansas Catman, and Mr. This is Bunny's Main Squeeze, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. If you're just joining us, you missed old Jana Waller. Man, she had a great story about hunting bear in Montana. We've got Cat Daddy, we've got Cat Daddy, we've got Cat Daddy. Cat Daddy, yo, Kansas cat, man, you're crazy. Do you ever go wolf or bear hunting? No, sir, I sure haven't, <laughs> and I don't plan to. That was actually a big surprise. <laughs> well, we're, we're talking predator uh, savvy on this week's show, and of course, aren't blue cats predators? They are predator fish. Oh, yeah, 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 they're predators, all right. Uh, flathead's your main predator, because I tell you what, you throw one of them in a farm pond, and you ain't going to have nothing in there. At all in about two, three months. <laughs> Holy cow. Now, going back to the blue cats, because that is primarily what you have been focusing on uh, the past couple months. Because it's cold. Those blue cats, they are tough, and they have super, uh, really tough mouths. And so your equipment, like your hooks, your tackle, I mean, it they need to be on point. They need to be sharp, don't they? Oh, man, yeah. yeah you know, there, there's no doubt about that. You got to have a tournament tackle for them big blues. They'll, they'll snap a regular old hook you catch a channel carry with. They just jerked their head and snapped that hook in half. Really? Oh, yeah, man. They got a clomp on them, a bite-down situation on them. It's got some serious poundage behind it. Now, do you use different size hooks for different size fish? Because, you know, it's kind of like you match the hatch or if you're trout fishing like Jimbo does. It's a disgrace. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, man. If you're out there fishing big blues, I like to have at least a 
uh, eight eight all the way up to a twelve aught hook. Oh, really? And you know, if you keep missing the bite, that means you got some smaller ones going on. Mm-hmm. You know, fifteen twenty pounds. Then you need to downsize on the size of your hook a little bit. Oh, oh, oh about six seven aught. That'll you know, work I, good for them blues. I get it. I'm serious about using that. You know, good steel for them blues, man, because they are a tough, rough fish. And I mean, they got some hellacious poundage behind that bite. You know, when they when they decide to jump down and take off, ain't nothing stopping them fish. Well, but me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, we we talked last week about uh, you know going out and and uh, getting the uh, dead shad around the edge of the lake. Now, have you ever? You know, I was in Vanderbilt the other day looking at boots. I have never seen a pair of you know catfish skin boots. Do they make them? Catfish skin boots. Well, by golly, I tell you what, if they ever you run across a pair of them, you give old cat daddy a holler. Yeah, they're they're a lot like politicians. They're too thin skinned. You can't do that, Jimbo. That, that's a I disgrace. Never heard of that, boy. Those trophies need to be going on a wall. Is what they need to be doing, or in your freezer. You don't make talking about the congressmen and senators. No, come on. All right. So this time of year, obviously, you know, again, the water is cold. I mean, we're we're creeping up on February. It is February, I guess. Uh, You know, the catfish action, the bite is still outstanding. What are you looking for, though, when you're targeting? What kind of structure do they like to relate to? What are we doing, Mr. Cat Daddy? Well, I tell you what, them fish right now is a little deeper in the lakes. But if you get a good sunny time and the ice is off and you get a good sunny day for about three, four days in a row, I come on up out of that deep water and go into that shallow water because they like to get up in there in the sun a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, this time of year is so exciting because that bite is really going to be picking up. Uh, the catfishing action is going to get hot. If we want to book a trip with you, Mr. Cat Daddy, do you have anything available? Because now is the time to prepare for spring. What say you, buddy? Oh, yeah, com. You just give me a haul and we can work it out and get together, see if we can get you a trophy fish. You bet. Hey, and if you'd like to write old Cat Daddy and send him a photograph of your latest and greatest, maybe showing a picture of Cat Daddy fishing on the ice. Yeah. Uh, inquiring minds one and one and only. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can send him an email at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, you're awesome. God bless you. And uh, happy early um, Valentine's Day, buddy. Man, I tell you what, the revolution is just like an old-time dictionary. Plenty info. Bam. Breaking news. CNN, MSNBC, ABC, BBC, and Fox News have declared the revolution with Jim and Trav to be the most intuitive, thought-provoking, conservation-supporting outdoor radio show. CNN's Chris Cuomo says Jim and Trav are absolutely brilliant. Thanks, fake news. Your endorsement means the world. For further breaking news, hop on JimandTrav.com and we'll return in a moment. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere. Break the law. We got a uh, suspect here that has taken multiple deer. Face the badge. Well, I'm telling you, oh. you're going to end up in jail. Sworn to protect America's greatest natural resources. Now, you've had a history with us, haven't you? They are wildlife's last defense. The issue was he just got greedy. You get caught in the wrong, you're going to lose everything. It ain't worth it. 
Ride Along with Wardens. All new season premieres Monday, February 3rd at 8.30 p.m. Only on Outdoor Channel. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. But- I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the finally come to an end. That's all? This is unacceptable. I'm afraid the revolution with Jim and Trav comes to a close this week. Goodbye! But don't forget to drop us some feedback and stay in touch with the show at JimandTrav.com Hey, what a great show this week talking about Predator Savvy. We had Steve West on, of course, Jana Waller and Cat Daddy. And Mrs. Bunny, you stop by. You betcha, boys. This was such a good show. Mrs. Bunny, what would you like to say? Head to JimandTrav.com Check it all out. The show, the interviews, the articles, all of it right there. Recipes. That's right. Hey, and we want to thank our affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, and all the gang here at The Revolution. That's right. Bunny gets too much credit, but that's okay. That's right. Yeah. Whatever. I'll take it. As we always say, get outdoors this weekend. Take some kiddos with you. Go plinking. Do some shooting, small game hunting, uh, trapping. You can go fishing. It doesn't matter as long as you're outside together as a family and you hammer home firearm safety. Jibbo, is there anything you'd like to say? Yeah, you know that uh, Eurasian dove season is still going on around the country. Are the Eurasian doves open year-round? Yeah, that's what they're open around the country. Oh, there oh, you go. There you go. Just thought I'd bring that up. That was, that's something to do. That's good information. Aerial plinking. Yeah, they're big, too. They are. They are tasty. All right, so we got to get to a like break. vultures. Most importantly, thank you, boys and girls, for listening to us each and every week, even though it's painful. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Peace out. Uh, God bless America. You are the absolute greatest. We love you as well. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.